0: Let's it fly. He throws it! FNTSY and Sports Grid
2: Network present... Ball in his hands. Game on the line. But right. you knows. Tipped up by oh. dad! At the horn! Hard.
0: Hardwood takeaways.
2: It's Lillard! He got
0: the shot off! Lillard
2: Hello and welcome to Hardwood Takeaways, brought to you by the Sports Grid. Get on the grid. I'm your host, Scott Bogman. You can follow me on the Twitter, at Bogman Sports. And the Knicks were all over the news today. We only had five actual games, so we'll get to those in a second. But the Knicks were all over the news, and they had good news and bad news here. And the good news was that Forbes came out with the estimated value of each NBA franchise. And the New York Knicks... Are number one, four point six billion dollars is their estimated value, followed up by the Lakers at 4.4, the Warriors at 4.3, Bulls drop it down to 3.2, the Celtics are 3.1, Clippers 2.6, Nets 2.5, Rockets 2.475, Mavs 2.4, and Raptors 2.1, rounding out your top 10 NBA franchises. And it drops down from 2.1 for the Raptors and the the lowest-rated team the are the Grizzlies at $1.3 billion. So, you know, only a measly $700 million in estimation off. Obviously, a lot of this has to do with market size because the Knicks haven't been good. They've been in disarray for a little while. A lot of the fans want James Dolan out as the owner. He says he's going to refuse to sell the team and will never do it. Don't really blame him there. I mean... Not everything is his fault. I mean, he obviously has thrown gas on the fire on a couple occasions, but, you know, um, there have been worse owners in the NBA, obviously Donald Sterling, but um, I think that they were heading in the right direction. You know, getting rid of Fizdale has helped the Knicks become a better team, and, you know, I'm not going to sit here and lie to you and tell you that they're in a good spot because... I don't believe that. I mean, the Knicks are, um, you know, the third worst team in the East. They're 20 games under 500. They haven't had a winning season in forever. In fact, let me look at it here. 2012-2013 was the last time they were over 500 and made the playoffs. So they haven't won a championship. I believe that was 72-73. It was um, the 72-73 season was the last time they won. Uh, a finals. And the last time they were in the finals was against the Spurs in this uh, strike shortened season when uh, they lost four to one. And before that, it was 93-94 when they lost to my Rockets in the finals. Uh, great series, by the way, in that one. That was uh, Patrick Ewing and John Starks and all those guys for the Knicks. They were a great team at that point, but um, they're worth a bunch of money. And James Dolan knows that he has a bad image around New York. Now, he does a lot of good if you read stuff off the court, you know, th- there's a lot of good that James Dolan does within the community. And uh y- he's got to be praised for that. You take the good with the bad, for sure. But he hired a uh marketing agency. Uh and um it's a marketing agency called Translation and uh Steve Stouty, I believe is how you say his name. Um he went on ESPN's first take and um, He basically said that the Knicks are probably going to part with their current coaching staff. Now, look, there's just certain things this guy has control of, and anything within the team is not part of it. So it raised a bunch of eyebrows, and then now the Knicks are having to answer questions based on the guy that's supposed to be making it so they don't have to answer questions. And there are a couple quotes here. And um, while Steve Saudi is a valued contributor to the Knicks' marketing and branding efforts, he does not speak on behalf of the New York Knicks personnel and basketball operations. Any uh, decisions regarding the operations of the team will be made by the new president of the New York Knicks, which they haven't decided on yet. Um, And then... um, Here's his quote. What he said on the show was there had to be a change. The change will bring a new coach, new coaches that are going to develop these younger players. And they got some young superstars. You see Barrett and Mitch Robinson. They got something to work with. And ultimately getting a coach and coaching staff, that's going to help develop the team. That's what I expect to happen so that we can actually get to what you expect from a New York team. And uh, then he went out and had to recant. He said, in my excitement to defend the New York Knicks, on live tv today i inadvertently insinuated about nicks personnel i look forward to working with nicks management to elevate the great brand the great nicks brand moving forward so you know it, it's just funny that the guy that is supposed to be um, shoving these stories away has caused one of them so I don't know if I was Shane stolen I'd probably fire him immediately I mean it's just it's just a bad look you know uh, get somebody else in there and, and maybe they want to keep going with them maybe they understand that this is a one-time mistake or something of that nature but I don't think I'd be sitting for it you know you, you just got uh, appraised as the best team uh, the or not the best team but the most valuable team in the NBA That is what the news should be today. I shouldn't be talking about this clown. You know, this is a bad move. So um, it's really weird when a marketing person puts their foot in their mouth, but obviously it happens on occasion. But let's get to the action that happened today uh, in the NBA. We start out with Philly getting another win, 110-103 over the Clippers, bringing their record up to 34-21, and the Clippers down to 37-17. And even though this game was tied at 54 uh, at halftime, the Sixers' biggest lead was 12 early in the second quarter. The Sixers started the second half on a 16-5 run, and in the fourth quarter they took a double-digit lead with just over a minute left and ended up uh, winning by seven. And when we're looking at the stats and stuff in this game, before we get there, um, it was just strange to see Al Horford come off the bench because it was the first time he's done it since his rookie season in uh, 2007. Josh Richardson started his uh, first game back. He came back on the 7th of February. This is his third game back and his first time back in the starting lineup, but they uh, put Cork in instead of him. And Cork in 23 minutes of starting, uh, scored zero points. And it was, um, they just didn't need much from him. And, you know, if he's going to be starting, he's not going to be getting a lot of looks. Uh, that's for sure. No points on 0 of 5 shooting, 0 for 4 from deep, one rebound, one steal for Cork Uh This was a huge game from Ben Simmons. He had a triple double, 26 points. 12 boards, 10 assists, a steal. Josh Richardson, 21, 5, and 1 with two blocks. Joel Embiid, 26 points, nine rebounds, two assists, and a block. And Toby Harris as a starter, double double, uh, 17 to 12 and 5. Coming off the bench, Al Horford did play 28 minutes, got nine points, six rebounds, three assists, and two blocks on 3 of 4, shooting 2 of 2 from the line and a triple for him. But no bench scorers were in double figures. On the Clippers side, we had Kawhi Leonard, 30 points, 4 rebounds, 9 assists, a steal, and 2 blocks. Um, Shemet was the uh, second-highest scorer off the bench with 36 minutes, 19 points, and 1 rebound on 7 of 11, shooting with 5 triples. Um, Lou Williams had 13, 2, and 6. He started in this game as uh, Patrick Beverly missed his third straight game. Marcus Morris, 13, 5, and 1 with a block. And uh, Paul George, 11, 12, with five assists and a block on three of 15, shooting 20% for him and one triple. Um, In this game, though, Joel Embiid did see uh, his fair share of booze after that whole cryptic tweet thing that the Welsh and I discussed on yesterday's episode. But all it took for the uh, Philly crowd to get back in it with him was a shoving match with Marcus Morris. I believe that was late in the game, in the fourth quarter. And then he, you know, was throwing his arms up and got a nice cheer. So seems like uh, the Sixers are going to, you know, um, forgive him, or I guess at least the Philly crowd is going to forgive him here. But that's going to be interesting because it looks like Embiid and Simmons are having a hard time playing together. And we'll see what the future holds with that relationship. Uh, the next game was the Wizards one twenty six over the Bulls. 114. The Bulls went into the fourth quarter here, down 18, and actually got the lead down to uh, six points with just under two minutes left, but couldn't close it out. And, um, Ish Smith said, I thought we kept the pace up. Defensively, we did a great job. Zach went a little crazy towards the end, but we did a great job on both ends. And Zach Levine did have 41 points in this game, and 19 were in the fourth quarter. He led that charge to get them within six. And um, Scotty Brooks said, Levine made big shots. He made shots that were contested. We tried to take it out of his hands, but he was still able to shoot between two defenders. But that's what he does. Zach Levine said... We just gave them everything they wanted in the third quarter in transition. They exploited our defense, played it well, and they got second chance points, too. You can't keep up with that. In the third quarter, the Wizards did win by 11 points. Um, looking at the stats for the Wizards here, 30 points, four rebounds, seven assists, and a steal for Bradley Beal. Uh, Rui Hachimura, 20 points, four boards, three assists, two steals, two blocks on of 12 shooting. For him, and I believe that's his fourth game with 20 points in the last six games. Ishmith, 10, 5, and 9 assists with a steal and a block on 4 of 8 shooting. Mahimi, 15 and 6. Mo Wagner off the bench had 27 minutes, 12 points, 3 boards, 2 assists, a steal, and a block. 10 for Bertans and 15 for Napier off the bench as well. Outside of Levine, Sadoransky had 19 points. Two rebounds, eight assists, and outside of the 41 points for Levine, nine uh, rebounds, four assists, two steals, and eight triples. <laughs> eight triples. I think the I think the Sixers hit eight triples in their game. Uh Young had 10-5, 1-1, one, one, and two blocks. And uh Kobe White off the bench, 14-5, and seven with four steals, four of fourteen shooting, though, and two triples. Uh going over to the Pelicans and the Blazers, I mean. This game was a Pelicans route, 138 to 117, but they actually started this game in a hole, 31 15 in the first quarter, and um, wound up going into the second quarter only down nine, 36 27. But in the second half, they outscored the Blazers 75 to 52, was a career high 31 points for Williamson. And Uh, Damian Lillard had been on an unbelievable streak scoring the last 10 games before this game. He averaged 40 points in this game. He only wound up scoring 20 and he shot six of 16, but on the Pelican side with that 31 points for Zion, he had nine rebounds, five assists and a steal on 10 of 17 shooting and 11 of 14 from the line. That's excellent because he has not been great from the line yet this year. Uh, Josh Hart, second in scoring, or third in scoring, excuse me, 17, 6, and 3 with a steal on 7 of 10, shooting with two triples. JJ Reddick, uh, 21, uh, 21 minutes, 20 points, two rebounds, two assists for him, and he had um, uh, four triples himself. for Jackson had three. Melly had two. Uh, Drew Holiday, 16, 4, and 10. Lonzo Ball, 9, 6, and 10. On the Portland side, outside of the 20 points, five rebounds, six assists. For Lillard, uh, 20 points for McCollum with a rebound and three assists. 17 points, 14 boards, three assists, and a block for Hassan Whiteside. Uh, Going over to the Spurs, getting a win, finally. I've been concerned about them on this uh, eight-game road streak, but they got a win on the road against the Thunder. 23-31 is their record now. 114-106, they won over the Thunder, and they were without DeRozan in this one. And they took an 11-point lead after the first, but the Thunder crawled all the way back to tie it in the fourth at 79-all. But right after that, the Spurs went on a 9-0 run and didn't give uh, the lead-up after that. Uh, Pop said, great effort on their part. I'm happy for them. It's been tough so far this first half, and they've been in a lot of games, and we just haven't finished them. But tonight we did, so they deserve a lot of credit. So he was very proud of his guys. You know, Pop doesn't pull punches. He doesn't keep secrets. You know how he feels. And this one was big for Murray and LaMarcus Aldridge, 25-14-3, and three, with a steal and a block for Aldridge on... Um, Nine of 20 shooting seven and eight from the line and Murray 25, nine and three with a steal. White had 17, four and eight with a steal and a block on six of nine shooting with a triple Patty Mills chipped in 20 points and three triples as well. Uh, On the thunder side, uh, SGA 17, five and two with a steal, uh, two assists and a steal. uh, Steven Adams, double, double 10, 10, two with four steals and a block 31, two and seven with the steal and a block for Chris Paul as well. And then the last game of the night, the Rockets, my Rockets beat the Celtics 116 to 105. That snaps a seven game win streak. For the Celtics and brings the Rockets up to 34 and 20 and the Celtics down to 37 and 16. Um, This game was decided in the third quarter. The Rockets were down two uh, going into the second half and won the third quarter by nine. And that was a lot of hard. And he had 19 straight for the Rockets in the third. And uh, they went on a 15 to 2 run late in the fourth to make it 116 to 98 with about two minutes left. And the Celtics waved the white flag, and all the bench players uh, came in uh, for both the Rockets and uh, the the Celtics. But um, in this game, uh, 42, 8, and 7 with a steal and a block for Harden, 9 of 19, 17 of 18 from the line, and 7 triples for him. Russell Westbrook, 36 points, 10 rebounds, 5 assists, 2 steals on 13 of 23 shooting, 10 of 13 from the line as well, 0 for 2 from deep. But after that, they didn't need much. Danielle House, 17, 9, and 1, 12, 7, and 3, with three steals and four blocks for Robert Covington. But he did shoot three of 11, and he had two triples. Uh, PJ Tucker, 4 6, and two steals as a starter. And um, other than that, Rivers had two, and McLemore had three. So, uh, you know, when you get 78 points out of two guys, usually you're going to win that game. On the Boston side, they spread the scoring around 28 and 6 for Gordon Hayward. Uh, 14 4 and 4 with a steal for Kemba Walker on 5 of 17. Uh, Daniel Tice, 11 9 and 1 with a steal. 19 3 with an assist, a steal, and a block for uh, Jalen Brown. He also left this game with an injured knee, I believe it was. 7 of 12 for him and 4 triples. Jason Tatum, not a great night. Stats weren't bad. 15 9 and 4 with 4 steals and a block. 5 of 15 and 0 for 7 from deep for him. Uh, looking at tomorrow's schedule, big, big 10-game schedule here. We got the Cavs and the Hawks. Give me the Hawks in that one. Uh, the Magic are seven-and-a-half-point favorites against Detroit. Um, I'm going to take Detroit in that one. Uh, Pacers and Bucks, no line there. Give me the Bucks. Uh, Nets and Raptors, Raptors on that streak. Give me the Raptors. Uh, Knicks and Wizards have no line. Give me the Wiz. Uh, Timberwolves, you know what, no, give me the Knicks Knicks are not on a back-to-back, and the Wizards are Uh, Wolves, seven and a half Point favorites over the Hornets in Minnesota Give me the Wolves Uh, Four and a half point favorites for Memphis over the Blazers In Memphis, give me Memphis Uh, Dallas and Sacramento, I will not Take Sacramento, give me Dallas Uh, The Suns and Warriors, yeesh Um, Give me the Suns In that one, they're at home uh, jazz and Heat, the Jazz are four-and-a-half-point favorites. No way. Give me the Heat in that one. And the Nuggets and Lakers, I will take the Nuggets at home in that one. But that's all I got for you guys today. Stick around, and we will see. Me and the Welsh will probably be back tomorrow. Uh, I may be on that show, or I may not. You can follow me on the Twitter at VodkaSports, and I'll see you guys later. Take it easy,
0: Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists. Like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bop Kids, Meghan Trainor, Fistle Puma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25 until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com concertweek to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum41, 30 Seconds to Mars, oh and two Door Cinema Club. You know that feeling when you walk into your home, take a deep breath, and feel new? Well, that's what it's like to use Clorox Sentiva. Because Clorox Sentiva smells like coconut, cleans like Clorox, and feels like energy. It'll elevate any cleaning routine to not just clean, but also make every room smell like a tropical coconut getaway. Discover how Clorox Scentiva's powerful clean and refreshing scents can transform your space. Get yours in coconut or other fabulous scents at a nearby retail store. Hey guys, you know what this playground could use? A wine country, huh?
1: A redwood forest would be cool. Ski slopes!
0: Wait!